0: This is a Squiz Kids podcast, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you.
1: Australians eat 20 litres of it per year. It wouldn't be possible without science, and there are some seriously weird flavours. This is your Squiz Kids Shortcut to Ice Cream, the podcast where we dive into the who, what, when, where, why and how of the big news stories. I'm Amanda Bauer.
0: And I'm Bryce Corbett.
1: It's almost summer, which means it's almost summer holidays, which means it's almost time for our days to be filled with swimming and playing outside and eating ice cream. One of the best foods on our planet, if you ask me.
0: Today, we'll take you through when ice cream was invented, how science helps us make it even more delicious and what are the freakiest flavours. Listen carefully. There's a squiz at the end. When? Bryce,
1: long before freezers were a thing, snow and ice were prized ingredients in dessert making. Ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs show a snow filled vessel next to fruit juice. Recipes for snow chilled sweets are included in a first century Roman recipe book. Chinese Tang Dynasty records from 1,500 years ago of a chilled dessert made with flour, camphor and water buffalo milk. And in India, in the 16th century, the Mughal Empire used relays of horsemen to bring ice from the Hindu Kush to the capital, Delhi, to make kulfi, a popular frozen dairy dessert that is often still described as Indian ice cream.
0: Horsemen riding with ice that they cut from a cold place and then transported to a hot one? Wow. So much more complicated than it is now. (laughs)
1: You'll <laughs> say, for hundreds of years, frozen desserts were a huge luxury. It wasn't until after 1926, when the technology for commercial freezers was perfected, that the modern ice cream industry was born. We went from using a hand crank to stir the cream and flavouring over a bed of salt and ice to popping down the
0: shops and picking up a tub. Wait a second, ice and salt? What does salt have to do with ice cream?
1: Ah, that is what we call an endothermic reaction. Mm. And without it, no one ever could have used milk and cream to make a frozen dessert.
0: Sounds like you need to tell me how science helps.
1: How? All right, so the ingredients of your typical vanilla ice cream are milk, cream, sugar, vanilla, of course, and air. Air? Air? Yeah, air makes up anywhere from 30 to 50% of your typical ice cream. Hmm. One way to think about the effect of air on ice cream is to compare in your mind the flavour of whipped cream and the flavour of runny cream. Adding air, which is what whipping does, changes the structure of the ice cream or the cream and the larger the structure, the longer it takes for the flavour molecules to be released into your mouth. Wow. Put it this way, Bryce, have you ever had ice cream melt and then refreeze and see that it takes up a lot less space in the container and it's not as yummy? Oh uh, Yeah,
0: that's definitely true. But where does the salt come in?
1: All right, well, water freezes at zero degrees Celsius, right? Yep. But when you have a mixture of cream, milk and sugar, the freezing point is lower. So to get our ice cream mix to freeze, we have to make the ice colder. When you add salt to ice, you lower the freezing point of the ice, meaning that it melts faster. And when ice melts, it's absorbing energy in the form of heat from the environment. So if there's a big bowl of cream and milk and vanilla and sugar sitting on top of the ice, heat is drawn away from the ice cream mixture towards the ice. The ice melts and the ice cream freezes.
0: And that's an endothermic reaction.
1: Yep, melting is endothermic, freezing is exothermic. Mm. You can see it for yourself if you pop some milk and sugar into a plastic bag, seal it tightly, and put that in a bag of ice with salt. You dance around like a crazy person for a few minutes and you will have made ice cream. The ice cream will have frozen and the ice will have melted link in your episode notes to give it
0: a try. Cool.
1: Of course, most people making ice cream at home nowadays have a machine that stirs the ice cream as it freezes. Mm -hmm. But I have to say my favourite DIY method, do-it-yourself, is one that was developed by British and American pilots in World War II. So they would attach five-gallon cans to their aircraft, that's like 20 litres or so, Mm -hmm. fit them with a small propeller and pour ice cream mixture in them before they took off.
0: right.
1: The slipstream of air spun the propeller, which drove a stirrer, and of course, the intense cold of high altitude froze the mixture. They'd land and they'd eat dessert.
0: (laughs) Wow, that is complicated and adventurous. I don't recommend that Squiz Kids try that at home.
1: Indeed. Uh, No bombing runs, thank you, kids. But (laughs) for those of you who are a bit adventurous, I have put a link in your episode notes on how to make liquid nitrogen ice cream.
0: Hang on, don't doctors use liquid nitrogen to freeze off warts?
1: yeah they sure do this is a much more fun way to use liquid nitrogen it's an amazing thing so nitrogen exists all around us as a gas Uh and it only becomes a liquid at minus 196 degrees right it has to be stored in a special container to keep it as a liquid and as soon as you pour it out into our regular atmosphere it basically boils off and becomes a gas Ah. but You can pour it into an ice cream mixture while you're stirring that mixture and it freezes it so quickly that it's extra creamy and delicious. Mm. You'll see in the links that i provided that I've also suggested some other very cool experiments you can do with liquid nitrogen, including turning your breath into a solid and freezing and shattering flowers. Cool. Playing with states of matter is a ton of fun.
0: Those early ice cream lovers couldn't have conceived of liquid nitrogen ice cream. They didn't even have freezers. So what other new freaky things are happening in the world of ice cream? What?
1: All right, Bryce, so when I Googled weird flavors of ice cream, which I thought was a good place to start for this, <laughs> I found the following three things, and I want you to tell me what you think they have in common,
0: okay? Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Number one, fish and chip-flavored ice cream that looks just like a plate of fish and chips. Ooh. Number two, pizza-flavored ice cream with tomato, oregano, salt and garlic. Oh. And number three, a smoked salmon ice cream sandwich made for the occasion of Canada's 150th birthday.
0: Oh, gosh. I'm pretty sure that what they all have in common is that they have no business being ice cream flavours because they're all utterly gross.
1: Is that it? <laughs> well, you'd think so, right? Um, but people swore they were delicious. What? What What they have in common is that every single one of those ice cream makers is now out of business,
0: which oh, well, yes. honestly,
1: I think would suggest that they were actually not
0: so delicious. <laughs> Hello.
1: However, Ben and Bill's Chocolate Emporium in Maine in the United States has been serving buttery lobster ice cream since oh. 1988. No. They have not gone out of business. Wow. People swear by it. Okay. And Japan is really famous for flavors that people love, like squid ink white bait and wasabi ice cream.
0: Wasabi ice cream, no way. Wasn't that in the Cars 2 movie where Mater ate a pile of wasabi in Japan thinking it was pistachio ice cream?
1: Ew! Yeah, that's the one. And you know, now he could even be fooled by actual green ice cream because it would be spicy too. Other flavors that they did were cherry and Nutella, strawberry shortbread and flake, and Mm. apple with chocolate wafer.
0: Ah, cherry and Nutella. I would definitely give that a go.
1: Yeah, me too. Time for the quiz.
0: This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. In which country did a relay of horsemen ride ice to the capital to make frozen desserts? That's right. It was India. Well done if you got that one. Question number two,
1: also tricky, what is the ingredient in ice cream that changes its structure to make it bigger and tastier? Take a deep breath of it if you got it right, it's air.
0: (laughs) Question number three, if you had to choose between fish and chip flavoured ice cream, pizza flavoured ice cream or smoked salmon flavoured ice cream, which one would you choose? Well, if you answered none of the above, then that is in (laughs) fact the correct answer.
1: That's all we have time for today. Thanks for joining us as we explored the who, what, how, where, when and why of ice cream.
0: Now get out there and have a most delicious day. Over and out.